Ready to make marketing suck less? On this series of bonus pods, each week I will help one business owner identify one action that solves their biggest marketing headache so that marketing becomes easier and more effective. Basically, I'll help people make marketing suck less. This week, we have Elizabeth Desrochers. She's a business coach with years of experience owning her own design business, and she also has a very unique set of tools in her toolbox. When Elizabeth took the Discover Your Marketing Achilles Heel assessment, her biggest marketing headache was showcasing the results her clients achieve. And this was impacting her ability to invite people into her sales process. So why wasn't she sharing the result? Because every time she sat down to write up her client's results, she thought, oof, this is too good to be true. No one's going to believe this. And when you're an expert doing amazing work, how do you highlight results in a way that are believable and make your future clients want to take the next step with you? Let's dive in and figure that out. Elizabeth, thank you so much for being here and for getting into the hot seat to make marketing suck less. So the first thing I just want to know is to tell me a little bit about your business and what you offer. Well, thank you for having me, Michelle. And I thought about the hot seat and I thought, ooh, do I want to be in it? But yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's it's important to talk about these things. Uh, what I do is I, I mentor conscious women as they weave their entrepreneurial expertise with their metaphysical abilities. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so basically I help them go from like super highs to super lows to nice smooth days and easily express their creativity and really trust their intuition And when they do all that, they have like this incredible burst of productivity and their businesses organically grow. And it's just like, everything's really good and really quickly. Yeah. And so are you mostly working with people one-on-one or are you in like a group program or what does that look like for you these days? Well, uh, I do do some group work um, and that's just a little bit more, it might actually be more considered marketing the the -hmm. way you talk about it. Um, but because, because when I do one-on-one work, it is so deep and so customized that even two people, it wouldn't work. Like it really has to be me and the client. Mm-hmm. So one-on-one. Okay. okay. That sounds great. Great. So what feels hard about marketing your business? <sighs> well, <laughs> um, well, one of the things, and this, it kind of sounds, well, I can say this here. If I tell, like everyone always says, share the results. When I go to write the results, it just sounds too good to be true. I mean, for mm-hmm. example, like women come to me and because I can see, I, I work a lot with energy, so I can see where stuff is tangled up for them. And it's like really easy because I'm not in their head. I just, yeah. I can see it clearly. So I say, well, you know, what about this? What about that? And this boom, I have had women download entire books on a call. Like they're like, mm-hmm. just a minute, I have to write it down. Um, I've had people have 
amazing changes in health. Mm-hmm. I've had like like things that are really significant. And I hesitate to write that because I think people are going, yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Actually, this is perfect because that's exactly where I wanted to focus this call on because I looked at like your marketing assessment and I was seeing I'm like, ooh, the offer space was like the the one that was, you know, the lowest score and the one that felt like you were having the most struggling with. And this is what I was picking up on. It's like you do amazing work like in all like like just for transparency, Elizabeth and I have worked together before and I know I can speak to the quality of her work. So I'm wondering for you if it's not about you writing these stories because they do need to be told, right? Because I think that's the power when people see these breakthroughs. But Mm -hmm. I think it needs to come from your people, like your client and Mm. not necessarily from you. So that could look like doing something like an interview with Mm -hmm. them, like Mm -hmm. over Zoom Mm -hmm. that you can record Mm -hmm. and transcribe and put and put the audio up because I feel like it's going to be much more powerful if they're in conversation with you, because then you can hear like, okay, where did they start out? Like getting that clear, like, Mm -hmm. why did they hire you? What was going on in their life? Mm -hmm. That, that vivid picture. And then as you talk about the work you did together, like you, you, you two can chime in and be like, oh, remember when this happened? Or remember when like you had to like put me on pause so you can write down all the notes for your book and how exciting that was like, (laughs) yes. um, And so you can talk about that. And then talking about like, you know, now that the work is done, like how things are going, what is their life like? And Mm. then I think it's just going to be more, I mean, I think people will believe it anyway, because they will trust you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) even Mm -hmm. if it's coming from you. But I think there is a more vivid and visceral response when we hear it from someone else, because Mm -hmm they don't have skin in the game, right? Like they're talking to you because they loved working with you. Mm -hmm. They're not getting a financial benefit from it. And it's just, and I think it'll be really powerful to hear how your work impacted them Mm -hmm. for you Mm -hmm. as well as from the people who are considering working with you. Okay. Yes. How how does that feel? Um, I like the idea. I wonder, there's some aspect, there's a lot of the work that I do that's rather intimate. And so Mm -hmm. I've always sort of hesitated because I, you know, for example, somebody has some sort of, I don't traditionally go for health issues. They Mm -hmm. just seem to resolve as part of the work. Yeah. But they have these huge things that they're like, I went to the doctor, the doctor said that thing's no longer there. I don't know that people would want to share that. Well, and I think that is a conversation you should have with them before, like asking, like, what are the boundaries around this conversation? Because we Mm -hmm. did have intimate work. And I do think that boundary conversation is important because they might be like, oh, I'm super comfortable sharing this, but not so much that. Or they might be like, I'm an open book. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so I think having that boundary, like what are the boundaries of this conversation then can help you guide it and make them feel more comfortable and opening to discussing. Or even if you end up like, you end up in a conversation and they're like, Ooh, I don't know if I want that out there. You can say, fine, I'll edit it out. Yes. So, yes. So yeah, I think, I think setting it up with that clear, like, boundary, like spending, you know, five, 10 minutes at the beginning before you start recording and being like, Hey, so, you know, we have this incredible experience. And is there anywhere that you don't want to take this conversation today? Okay. Yeah. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. And how long after the work would you suggest I do something like this? I would say there's kind of the sweet spot where, I mean, the cool thing is, Like it would be interesting to follow up with people who've done it a while ago to see where Mm -hmm. they are now, but they might Mm -hmm. not have that great recollection of before. Yeah. Um, Yeah, They don't remember where they were. Yeah. So I think like probably, I wonder if like two to three months out from the work. Really? Okay. Would be good. And then you could always see if they'd be willing to do a follow-up like in. Mm Mm-hmm six mm-hmm. months or a mm-hmm. year to see like where they are, like kind of like a where are they now series <laughs> well I got a random Facebook from one of my clients and she said well I'm starting a healing center and I'm doing this 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 and all the things we talked about like a year ago uh-huh. and she just, something just clicked and it's everything we set up mm-hmm. and now she's ready so I see what you mean about letting it sort of rest because some of this I mean you can have the great ideas, but it doesn't mean it's going to actually manifest overnight. Like the, it takes time to put these things together. So no, yeah, yeah, no. And I think any of us who are working in transformation, change, even the work I do with messaging, it's not yeah. an overnight thing. And I, I feel like in the marketing world, everybody wants to talk about the big, quick results. Yeah. And for 90% of people, that is not how their work actually works. They're, yes, they have breakthroughs. Maybe they get more confidence, they have more clarity. So there's like these smaller kind of typical results that happen, but the big stuff, usually like a year out, you'll see like, ooh, they're finally, or not finally, they're doing the thing. (laughs) Well, it's almost like it's it's had to grow. Hey, when I worked with you, I did the three word rebellion with you uh-huh. and mine is weave your world. And I had that and I had it and I looked at it and I looked at it and it took me a while before I actually put it anywhere. And, and now it's like the foundation, everything I do comes back to that. Yeah. But yeah. So I guess I'm a case in point. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm, that is not uncommon that I see with my clients. It's like we create the message and then there's this, it's like a getting to know you phase once you have it done, right? Like you have to kind of get it in your body and get used to it and get to know it before you can start feel comfortable or confident broadcasting and amplifying. And not everyone's like that, but there are people who are just like, oh, I need to internalize this first mm-hmm. and then I'll put it out into the world. Yes. And especially the scope, because yeah. I realized with doing the work with you, it's like, whoa, I want to do stuff that's really transformational. And then there was the catch up of, 
oh, really? How am I going to, like, what does that look like? So I kind of had to build in underneath <laughs> to yeah. support this message. So yes. Okay. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. So do you have some clients in mind that you're going to reach out to for this? Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I do think that that's going to be a, a powerful demonstration mm -hmm. of your work because yeah, when it doesn't come from us and it comes from other people, mm -hmm. then the person who's sitting there being like, Oh, should I work with her? Should I not work with her? They get to hear this other person's story and be like, Oh, that sounds like me, or there's parts of it that they relate to, and they're mm -hmm. going to see how you can help them. And mm -hmm. it's not coming from you, which is kind of fun. And you get to talk to the people you love. Well, that's true. That's true. And, and where would you put this? How would you frame this? Like, for example, on my website, what? Like, is it yeah. on a testimonial page or what? How do you? Yeah, you could definitely have like a case studies or results page because these are going to be deeper than a testimonial because a testimonial is yeah. just a blurb. Um, yeah. So you could have a page where you have like three case study write ups and okay. maybe, you know, maybe they're just summaries and they go to like your blog to like get the whole story. Mm -hmm. But I think that's where they can live. And it's something like if somebody is interested in your work, but they're not sure, like you can send them and be like, hey, mm -hmm. listen mm -hmm. to this conversation, because I think it will help you make the decision whether or not you want to work with me. So then that would make sense if I had a couple of different scenarios like people who were yeah. coming at this. so then a person could say oh i'm doing i want to do that and they can hear okay yeah so i will select with that in mind yes yeah. yes because you just you don't want all of the same story yeah. you want to yeah. have like since your since your clients are diverse and everything is very tailored to them like having different types of stories um mm -hmm. will mm -hmm allow you to yeah help people choose like oh well this is you should listen to this case study i think this is closest right. to what's happening for you or okay. it's most like what you're telling me so and then okay. that just becomes a piece and yeah you can share it with your email community or mm -hmm. you know like if these are great like if you're doing interviews like podcast interviews anything like that like being able to tell these stories as examples can be really powerful okay All right. great awesome well thank you you have your next step to reach out to three people i would say at a minimum okay <laughs> and let me know how it goes i'm so excited to hear their stories thank you this is great this is really clear and succinct, which is what I'm always looking for. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Are you ready to make your own marketing suck less and want to be featured on this podcast? To do that, you need to start by taking the Discover Your Marketing Achilles Heel Assessment. And you can do that at drmichellemazur.com slash marketing. And we'll see you next week for our final bonus pod, where we'll make Marketing suck less.